Bigsofttitty.png. My name's Demi Lardner. Right over there is my husband, Tom Walker. Oh. Not just a husband, but a co-host. Oh, that wonderful thing to be upgraded from a husband to collaborator. <laughs> Someone who actually works with you creatively yeah. and emotionally. Uh, that's right. We're a husband and wife creative duo, but thankfully we're so much worse than that sounds. Yeah. Uh, we're not out here doing just fucking, I don't know, song parodies about one another and about our, uh, way of living. I Although what if we did? Did a shit today that looked like a brown football. Yeah. You did a fucking nasty turd. What would the parody song about me that you wrote be like? Ooh. Um, you know that song Man Eater? Yes. She's a food eater. You think I eat food? Yeah. That's my defining I, feature. I see you do it all the time. That's my defining feature is I eat food. You are high key obsessed with food and the eating of it. <laughs> it's the one thing I think of. I think of you. I think, ah, the food woman. You're obsessed with that shit. When right. we got married, you were like, oh, we have to have food at the wedding. Everybody I was like, said that. Oh. Everybody said we had to. Okay, I guess Demi's inviting her best friend, food. Yeah. <laughs> you love the stuff. Food. Food eater. Food, like, <laughs> preceding me down the aisle. <laughs> Food's both giving you away and also standing at the altar next to me. Yeah. They're my best man, food too. Food is marrying us. <laughs> food is marrying us. That's right. Oh. Oh. My song about you would be, um, you know that, um, you know the monkeys, the hey hey we're the monkeys. Yeah. Be like that, but it'd be like, hey hey I'm a cunt. Oh. How about this? Hey hey you're the husband. <laughs> I like to get married to you. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. I don't think you know how the song goes either. No. I think you were doing, hey, hey, it's the Kuzno. No. Hey, uh, hey, hey, where are the monkeys? People say we like to monkey around. <laughs> Is that it? Do they really say the word monkeys <laughs> twice? They do. They're, they're, they're about the monkeys. Uh, what job do you think they would allow you to have in the army? <sighs> Probably like class clown. Mm. Do they still have that? I haven't been to school in a while, yeah. but I remember that being something I could do. I think if I was in charge of giving you a job in the army, I'd make you bike rack. Oh, that's cool. This I'm not you. even the bike. I'm just standing there with my ass towards the guys who are wheeling their bikes towards me. <laughs> and then they slot their bike into my crack. They're not wheeling them slowly. They ride full pelt into right. you. Well, they're probably busy. They probably have Navy things to do. Or and whatever. then they go, <laughs> lock that for me, champion. You got it, sir. I think I could do pretty well in, wait, did you say army or Navy? Army. Army. I think I could do pretty well in the army. Why? Well, my discipline and my um, high pain tolerance, of course. I think that I'd take orders. Well, obviously my problem will be my problem with authority. Yeah. Because I just think, I just imagine myself taking orders and going, no, you're out of order, sir. Or whatever. S sorry. Hey. No, I'm not doing that. Sorry. I'll do it. 
<laughs> saluting to my officer. Sorry, sir. In retrospect, I had not eaten that day but and was suffering from low blood sugar and was crabby, sir. I was doing self-care, sir. Mm, that's all right, Private. In fact, you're promoted to sergeant. Now get out of my sight. Sir, I salute too hard and kind of very clearly cut myself with my, <laughs> with my hand. After, uh -huh. after two weeks in the army, you have just a little dent here. <laughs> Sir, permission know. not to salute as my fingers are longer than the projected average for a soldier <laughs> my size. If I do it, I keep hitting myself in the head. Sir, I am blind in one eye and therefore have no depth perception. Permission not to salute, sir. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Ah. Karate chopping yourself in the head. <laughs> Sir, my respect to you is such that I will salute. Yep. Ow. Sir. <laughs> he knocked himself out again. Uh, unfortunately, that well, leaves us open to infiltrators. Well, put his little nightcap on and put his bunny slippers on and tie him up in his bed. Don't tie no, wait, don't tie him up. I don't know why I said that again. I don't know. Yeah, that's bad. That's bad that that's uh, on the tip of your tongue. I just think that the army is a place where they're like, yeah, we still do hazing, even though we've been told so, 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 so many times not to. Oh, I think I know why you think that. It's because it is. Mm. Totally is. That's like most of it, right? Even I like mean, the official camp pizza, is basically, like, yeah. Yeah, that's like. I knew a guy who uh, was in the army and got like in trouble for watching someone get hazed in a really horrible way. And he was like, yeah, and it just sucks because like, you know, like I'm implicated. And I was like. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You were there. Yeah. I can understand, though, how you would be like, wait, so this bit isn't allowed? Yeah. Because all the other stuff was allowed. The and I'm about to guys, go to yeah. my job where people shoot at me. The stuff and that you guys would do, are doing to us yeah. for your job and for our job is yeah. okay, though. Yes. Okay. That's good to okay. know. But this stuff is bad. We have human resources for this stuff. But then mm. we send the resources that are human overseas to, like, I'm looking at my mission statement here. A lot of this is just like shooting civilians. Yeah. Damn. Whoa, Demi, did you know that a film has come out recently? What? Uh-huh. <laughs> oh! oh, Tinsel Town's all a titter, Demi. Oh, because I just got done with Train and Tunnel. Uh-huh. Ooh, okay, what's it about? Wait, don't tell me. Okay. I want to see it instead. <laughs> okay, well, I want this to tell you. This is why I don't watch trailers. <laughs> I don't want to hear about it. Person who's never watched a movie mm -hmm. or person who only watches trailers. There's a brave thought. Um, no, so the, the movie that's coming out is, well, it stars Russell Crowe in a role that has him, you guessed it, sitting down for almost the entirety of the picture. Yes. As a man who is guiding a series, uh, a group of people out of a sticky situation in his role as oh, a drone operator. I don't think that I can. S Russell Crowe has the make of like. Russell Crowe, don't mind if I do. <laughs> yeah, you're putting your hand on it. Yeah, I'm going. Count this, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Not so smart now. Whoop. Whatever, whatever sounds it makes. <laughs> um, Russell Crowe has the make that I would, I will never believe that he can interact with the computer in any way that isn't like, Ugh. yeah, 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 yeah. He can push it off a desk. He like sees a computer monitor and he's like, mm, I know this, and then places his hand against the screen. Yeah, like, like how I get in my house. Yeah, 
He's making the noises because it's not doing it. Do you need help? Sometimes you have to do the noises if the computer doesn't do it Sometimes for you. Sometimes you have to do the noises because the computer doesn't know yet. Sometimes you have to do the noises. Sometimes you have to do the noises. Okay, was, now we're in a Russell Crowe off. No, my, no, my, my, my one just then I realised wasn't Russell Crowe. It was, no, ben, it was ben Mendelsohn. <laughs> yep. I love him so much. So we do have I a, always look like I'm wet. <laughs> Can we get some girls in here? Can we get some girls in here? Um, so we do have a Russell Crowe as heroic drone operator movie mm. coming out. I don't... I am sad to see that only because I feel like it heralds the start of the Steven Seagal era of Russell Crowe where he's going to be doing primarily sitting down Sitting pictures. down stuff, yeah. And, and kind of pe perhaps nips in the bud... The potential follows follow-ups to the Pope's Exorcist, which teased, I, I need believe, that, maybe six hundred and sixty-five sequels or something of that nature. I really need it. I love. I the need Pope's it really Exorcist. bad. I think we should watch it again. Yes, but here's the thing about the Pope's Exorcist: if you haven't seen it, it's a film. Yeah. Uh, wh what? <laughs> and I know you're thinking, what? So they just sat down and looked at a picture for hundred and ten minutes? Mm. No. I can't uh, see anything. We looked at a bunch of pictures. I painted my eyelids to look exactly like human eyes. I don't look at anything. Kind of a fun way to keep your eyes closed. That's right. Well, having still having all the benefits of eye contact. I've got really wet orbs. <laughs> Sound like Sam Taunton. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> well, you don't sound like Ben Mendelsohn. I'm handsome. <laughs> <laughs> no, come on, guys. <laughs> Anyway, sorry, sorry, my apologies to everyone who doesn't know the stand-up comedian Sam Torn. When anyway. me and Sam were on Roadshow together one time, I kept giggling at him because I saw his little butt crack when he was bending down to pick up a Calippo. <laughs> I was like, hey, look at your little butt crack. <laughs> I, didn't even, I was like, I didn't even imagine you had an ass because you're skinny. I saw your butt crack. <laughs> so small. You saw his little butt. And like also seeing a frog wearing pants. <laughs> You know? so, it's really funny to see someone's butt while they bend down to pick up an ice cream. Yeah. That's like a real four-year-old moment. <laughs> Skinniest man on earth. <laughs> Be your bum. So the Pope's exorcist. Got a perfect pocket back here for that Calippo. Thunk. <laughs> uh, talk about the Pope's exorcist, Demi. The best. I forget everything that happened in it. I remember. My favorite thing was the Vespa scenes. Never played for laughs. That's what I was going to say. It looks like a stingray on a speedboat because he's flapping around in his Pope dress. Yeah, it's so good. It's he really is, good. I remember. What I remember is the exorcism scenes. Uh, I remember the Vespa, of course. <laughs> And I also remember an unflappable sense that the movie stopped being good about halfway to three quarters of the way through. Yeah, and I can't really remember why that was because we were having a lot of fun and then it was like, when's this going to stop? It might have been that they just arrived at a location that meant that Russell Crowe didn't need to ride his Vespa anymore. I guess so. But he yeah. was there already. But then he did ride it again at the end. Oh, that was so nice. Sorry, spoilers. Anyway. Yeah, sorry about that. <laughs> I'm sorry about the Vespa spoilers. Sorry that you guys don't. Oh my god, Vespa spoiler. Oh my god, like a shark fin. Uh huh. That would look so cool. Because it can't go all the way across the back. It's just the one little thing. We should get a Vespa with a side cart. And yeah, I'll be the one driving, obviously. Yeah, I'm very side cart coded. Yeah. I'd be we should do it. I think that we, we currently don't own any form of engined transport. And I have an electric bike. Yeah. 
I think that's kind of where I want to stop. Yeah. You know, I feel like my bike right now is getting fixed um, on account of... Oh, so we're going to bike babies. That's right, Tammy. Because there's a real root rat around the shed. Yes. What a little tricycles popping up. Yes, Demi, my bike was pretty much the village bicycle. Everyone had had a ride. Uh. <laughs> Jesus Christ. My bicycle was the village slut. <laughs> Everyone had had a fuck. Uh, the, um... Seriously, putting some respect on the village slut. Good for, thank you so much for your service to the community. Yeah. You are doing so much more than fucking Boris over there with his community garden. Oh, great. Oregano whenever I want. And you're probably having fun. Absolutely. Most, like, most or some of the time, you're probably having fun. Mm -hmm. But and other than that, you're just doing a community service. Well done. Thank you. Thanks, sluts. Yep. Uh, anyway, what the fuck are we saying? Oh, yeah. Pope's Exorcist. No, I was talking New about... New movie. No. I was talking about how I fell off my bike. Drone. I fell off my bike. And mm. I... In the rain. I fell off my bike in the rain and I hurt myself and I hurt myself and I hurt my bike. Yeah, <laughs> I hurt my bike and I, I... I crushed my shifter and my brakes under my big body. And then I lay under my bike for like a minute. And, and what like, did they say at the bike store to you? Um... I believe they said, ah, yeah. Yeah, it looks like this one's going to cost about $190. Oh, no. Which is fine. I think that's a decent... How did you fall down? Uh, I, I was riding my bike and it was, it was raining really hard. And I... Uh, I didn't think you should do that anymore. Raining in the ride is really bad. Well, now I know. Yeah. Uh, this time, like, it's usually okay, but this time it was raining really, really hard. It was raining hard enough that I was like, oh man, I actually, there are puddles forming that mean I don't want to, uh, be on the road where I'd usually be because it was, it was like a, you know, a main road. Mm. And so I was on the footpath where no one was on account of the sidewalk, the rain. Thank you. Um, anyway, I hit a drain cover and slid out from that because it was insanely slippy. And so the bike just immediately slid at 90 degrees. I slammed into the ground. I was pretty happy with the fact that I didn't, like, I got, I was in some serious pain. Like, mm. my, my, my right thigh really hurt and hurt for, like, a long time. Hurt for several days. Yeah. Almost a week. Uh, but I didn't do the thing that I'm always scared of doing where I'm like, oh, no, I'm falling down. Okay, quick. Put all my weight on my wrist. Like, <laughs> Managed to manage to sidestep that and just hurt myself in nice regular ways that get fixed uh, yeah. without going to hospital. Hot cuddle. Uh huh. Yeah. Um. But yeah, lying there in the rain, under a bicycle, going ow. I wouldn't recommend it. No, I did that once years ago, probably nearly ten years ago, when I lived in Melbourne. Yeah. Um. And I was riding my bike home to Coburg, where I lived. And I was riding next to some tram tracks mm. um, and then had to make a turn. But it was just like right on the bit where like my tire, like I was riding across the tram tracks because it was slippery. The tram tracks made my tire go thunk and then like slipped straight into the crack. Yeah. And went straight over the handlebars while cars Fuck. were coming towards me. Fuck. And I was like, uh, uh, and was like confused. And then the next 
thing I knew I was on the sidewalk mm. and my bike was on the sidewalk and I was like, oh, and it was just these three workmen who had seen it happen, run over, like before I even realised anything had happened, picked me up, picked my bike up, sat me on the ground, like stood me up, grabbed mm. me under the armpits and went like thunk and then got my bike and they were like, yep, we'll just fix this, chain back on and was like, all right, be careful, champion. Oh, that's so nice. And I was like, thank you, angels. <laughs> I remember I saw someone like come off their Vespa or something and uh, the amount of people that like charged towards her to help her. Kick with- her, oh. No. They didn't kick. Let's finish the job. <laughs> Your noble steed has chosen to betray you. <laughs> no, uh, the number of people who rushed towards it to help her was very like, oh, good. Mm. Huh. Lovely. People are nice. Anyway, no and one. And some came people to help suck me. really bad. No one came to help you. That's right. Well, it was rainy. Yeah, and I won't kind of go with the some people suck really bad. Maybe people. Maybe bad things happen to me because I deserve them. Anyway, maybe you're bad. Um, I've been in Adelaide, Demi. Mm. All right, and that concludes the Adelaide segment of the show. Okay, into the Cosmo. Yay. Yeah. Um, so this is a segment where I talk to you about all things Cosmopolitan magazine or uh, annoying women's literature based. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> maybe maybe overplaying your hand slightly by yeah. by uh, over, oversharing that this is the Ugh, broads well, segment of the podcast. Not so much that because I, I could do it about, you know, any magazine. I could do like a motorcycle magazine where they're like, hey, do you like dirt in your ass? Yes. Well, take your mud covers off. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It's just like it's just like bad, like kind of annoying. I got to get this done by a deadline writing. But any, I'm so obsessed yeah. with Cosmopolitan that it's usually that. Any kind of magazine is going to give you exactly this style of writing. It's true because it's all so identity based and you basically there's like six things you can say yeah and then they've run out and the thing that i really love about cosmo is for a couple of years now maybe nearly five years they've had this style of art which is Uh. in its simplicity very confronting yes that's the screenshot that to send it to brendan the weird corporate um art that's very very flat but it's giving google doodle it's giving google doodle uh and so is he because the pictures are always of people fucking each other in different ways. And they're yes. never doing one of these faces. Like, uh, they're always doing, mm. like, yeah. hooray. Even yes. when they're doing, like, when, sometimes it's a picture of um, a guy or a person with a strap on. Yeah. And they're, like, fucking someone doggy style. And they're grabbing the other person's hair. But both of their faces are still, like, mm. They're just stuck doing, like, a water cooler conversation, <sighs> even though they're in the throes of fashion. Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy. You're right. There is like a weird thing of, I guess it is because it's diagrammatic more than anything, but it is the thing of like, well, yeah, you're having sex and you're fucking, you're plowing into them. Yeah. But also, you know, we can be adults about this. It doesn't feel good. <laughs> well, I think I just think it's funny because it's like you're showing what is clearly meant to imply fully penetrative sex, sometimes yeah. in the asshole, <laughs> and they make that clear. Yeah. But... Because it's clearly two people who only have assholes and no pussies. Mm-hmm. But they're like, yay. Instead of like, oh, yeah, fuck me. <laughs> Bless you. Thank you. I was speaking. Sorry. <laughs> okay, so what do you got for us uh, in Into the Cosmo today, Demi? Group sex is my favourite R-rated way to feel queer. Yeah, I can think of a few ways that group sex kind of 
outstrips its competitors. Uh, such as, wait, other R-rated ways of feeling queer are, I guess, sex and watching porno. So I guess, yeah, group sex sounds more fun. Or like, like being gay and killing someone. Yeah. <laughs> it's in some countries playing the video game Manhunt gaily. Gaily, yeah. With like a limp wrist. <laughs> Holding the PS2 controller. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Don't serve cunt while playing man. I have hunt. to. All right. Um, was that a rap you just tried? Did you write that? <laughs> I don't remember doing a rap. Okay. <laughs> okay. This uh-huh. is this is fun because it's like groups. Are, oh, this guy's still got his pants on at the bottom of his feet. Oh, damn. Isn't that weird? Yeah. So what you're showing me there is just a... That's not actually related to this. That's from, like, the article above it? Uh, it just says, dare you to try this. <laughs> <laughs> so the, the full thing... I guess this is just, like, a screech... Like, a... This is sizzle for an article. Dare you to try this. Dare you to try this. <laughs> and then it's a guy fucking a woman. <laughs> Ew, oh, no! no. What? Don't. Grody. That's yuck. Yucko. Chat, that's fucking gross, bro. I dare you, bro. (laughs) No, no, no. Have sex with Cynthia. Cynthia, beautiful woman standing there. (laughs) Yuck. Ew. (laughs) Take your jeans off almost and fuck her. (laughs) No. His ankles were still a bit cold. I'm not fucking her with my feet. I'm really self-conscious about my ankles. My mum dipped me into a river that made me immortal, except for just one area. I don't want to say what it is. You went a different way. Yeah? What was yours? My auntie once told me that they weren't dainty. Okay. Uh, What do you got for us? The first time I ever had sex, it was queer group sex. A few months after getting my driver's license, I pulled up to the slumber party where somewhere between my games is truth or dare, my fingers found themselves fiddling beneath the waistbands of the other two girls in attendance. Damn. Great. Cool. Hell yeah, rock on. Awesome. So you're having group sex with each other and you're saying that group sex feels good. Huh, that's interesting. Hmm. hmm. Anyway, hi. I'm a queer person and my first sexual experience was uh, the thing that straight guys read about me. <laughs> <laughs> a sleepover where you figured all your friends. All your cute friends. God damn it. Anyway, I guess... Uh, the reason this this struck me was <clears throat> cuz it's not the only yeah i think the part of it is is feel feeling queer yes so what you have to and you know what the favorite actually, r-rated way to feel queer yeah okay is <laughs> yes i think that yeah the obvious th- thing there is like i guess that Having group sex with a bunch of people would probably feel good. Yes. But the main thing is that... And I'll say this. A huge percentage of that is going to be that it is queer. That was what I was going to say. It has to be queer group sex. Absolutely. The amount of Kevins you're removing if you're having queer group sex. Mm. Incredible. 
Either it's no Kevins or all Kevins. Either it's like no like guy standing off in corner kind of being like, um, mm. my dick bends to the right, then back to the left. Okay. So Either, a little camel hump. It's oh, sort of like a worm on its, it's side. All of them. Yeah, it's like a worm on its side. Sorry, it's I over talked there. Let's get that clean. It's kind of like a worm on its side. And I believe the other one was camel hump? Or a camel hump. <laughs> okay. Uh, let's continue with this article. A decade later, when I found myself on my back at a sex party with two queer cuties riding each of my hands, the similarities between the scenes forced me to unpack the ways group <laughs> sex has been and still is my way of coming to terms with my own queer sexuality. Imagine if they clapped. <laughs> <laughs> hey, guys, check this out. Oh, oh, no. Oh, no. Viscera showered the <laughs> queer sex party. <laughs> Blood spurted from what had been two <laughs> orgasming cuties. I think this is a valid way to feel, but it makes, you know. Oh, the group sex feels good. <laughs> yeah, no shit. Us uh, straight guys are standing out the fucking side of it going like, why aren't we in there? Yeah. Why don't you want to have sex with us? Queer sex, queer group sex is happening <laughs> all the time. Yes. And none, they don't even, it's just normal. They don't even invite us. Oh, the straight guy over the side. Um, yeah, no, it's normal. It's uh, it's chill. It's something they can just do, and good for them. I don't think I. You know what? I'm I'm missing out on account of being effectively straight, and uh, I'm glad you guys have something to fill up your social calendars. Mm. Uh, <laughs> hey. Fair enough. <laughs> so the the thing that um, is interesting to me about this is that it's like, so it's their way of coming to terms with their own queer sexuality since, they, <laughs> since their sexual debut. Right. By fucking a whole bunch of people well, exactly, at once. Yeah. So it's like not merely a means of collecting story fodder or accessing novelty, but as a way of bucking sexual norms and claiming my queerness loud and proud in a public sphere. I think if you are having group sex and you are acknowledging that it is a way of accruing story fodder, you are in group sex for the wrong reasons. Yeah, I agree. You can't be going in there being like... Tch. Another crazy day in Rachel's life. No, go in there to fuck a bunch of people yeah. and have a nice time doing it yeah. and getting it done to you. Go get some fuck on you. I, I get that, like, you know, it's like fucking main character syndrome or whatever, you know. I, I think every author turns into a plagiarist of their own life at some point. Yeah. But I think it's just like, yeah, the group sex is actually good even apart from the stories you get from it. Yeah, you're fucking a bunch of people. <laughs> No shit. That's what I. That's yeah. It's it's sex, but with a bunch of them. There's heaps of them. Duh. <laughs> There's something indefinably fun about group sex. <laughs> I can define it. <laughs> Just looking at a bunch of gay women having sex and be like, ah, uh, who can say? <laughs> We can! All the straight guys. It looks, we can it looks nice! It looks fun! It looks like it will be really fun to do. Uh, of course, it's important to note that all queer folks want or crave multi-person play. Group sex can be Sorry, important. I think you missed out a word there. Can you just say that sentence again? Of course, it's important to note that all, not all queer folks... You missed the not the first time. And so what you said was, all queer folks crave group sex. <laughs> Well, that's where I think she's wrong because they do. <laughs> we know that. 
I think it's just that they have access to it. Some people don't do it. Or they do it like, you know, a couple times and they're like, ah, nah, nah not for me. Nah. Turns out this is just like uh, going to a social. Mm. Some people have that part of their brain that doesn't, I don't know. They don't have the part of the brain that activates and is like, I wonder if anyone else at the orgy thinks I'm standing weird. What do I do with my hands? Yeah. <laughs> Probably put them in L- these two lots, cuties. Lots of stuff. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, group sex can be important for some people, but it isn't for everyone, says <laughs> Rachel Wright. Group sex can be important for some people. This is why it's just so good when people write about stuff. <laughs> it's so good. Yeah, I found that it actually plays a very small role in my life. <laughs> Pan over to me, I'm vibrating in rage. Where do they do it? When? <laughs> Are you guys taking auditions? <laughs> Um, much like other sexual activity or position, like the oh-so-polarizing 69 or doggy style, <laughs> some pleasure seekers enjoy it and others would rather not. Uh, oh. Like doggy style, group sex can feel good. <laughs> I just want to look at the oh-so-polarizing 69. That is a really funny way to refer to 69 because it is... It is polar. It is a polarized position. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So I think we're about to really agree with this person. Like in Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu, it's literally called North South. The sixty-nine position. Sorry, I just had to get that out. Sucking each other in Jiu-Jitsu. It's discouraged, but you can get away with it. <laughs> Sensei, um, there's a tear in the mat over in the corner. Now, quickly, Brian. <laughs> <laughs> Sensei, my pants ripped again. <laughs> oh, no, I didn't tie my belt up enough. <laughs> Sensei. <laughs> Terrible my character. My pants keep falling down. Uh, fun new character, the jiu-jitsu pervert. I might as well not wear them if they're going to keep doing that. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Your pants are down too. Let's go for the I didn't pull agree. them that hard. <laughs> I didn't pull them that hard. I didn't pull them that hard down when I was fighting you. Let's continue on. This person says, can we all stop pretending to enjoy 69ing? I, yeah, we've talked about it before. That's a thing we've talked about. Uh, What else do they say? Just to be clear, I do understand the practical intentions here. You get one, I get one. I can understand how that maths doesn't quite work out for someone who's doing group sex, which is like, you get one, I get five. <sighs> like, the numbers just don't add up at all. Oh, man. Uh, sorry, I got distracted by the you get one, I get one. Um, uh-huh. Anyway, but for me, group play has been a game changer. It's helped me melt away shame, experience pleasure, feel part of the queer community, and fight back against the limiting sex myths I was taught as a tween. Here's how. Oh, God, there's more. <laughs> Uh, again, I think it's I think it's very uh, valid to be like, this is how I feel gay. That's great. That's how you feel gay. I bet it feels pretty good too. Yes, doing it. Yeah, we are not trying to minimize queer experiences. Look, hopefully you have like enough uh, goodwill for us yes, that yeah, yeah, you yeah, understand yeah. the position we're coming from. This from which is that it's funny to talk about sex. It, yeah, I bet. Like, basically, that's it. Yeah, we're not slut shaming. It's just funny to be like, ah, certainly, sex can feel good to great, <laughs> and the addition of 
six to seven other willing participants truly is the spice of life. <laughs> and then we're over here just being like, yeah, it's nice to fuck a bunch of ladies. Yeah. I can tell that. I can think that. There's a bunch of them. You get to do heaps of stuff to them. And then a bunch of people at once are getting to do stuff to you. Mm. Seems cool. <laughs> uh, what's what's going on here? <laughs> um, I just, uh, it's really nice. I get the, um, what is it called again? The the first by Cosmo. So I get a roundup of all of the um, oh, yeah. articles sometimes. And I really like this one. The first good sex I ever had was with a Navy sailor behind my college gym. Huh. Okay. Okie dokie. Cool. Good for you. <laughs> okay. And Demi's found something else. Now listen, mental health is really important. A chill runs up my spine as I wonder what Demi has found. So, the first good sex I ever had was with a Navy sailor behind my college gym. Okay. First line of the article. Yep. I was a wildly depressed college freshman and I was hunting dick like my life depended on it. That's cool. Oh, the names have been changed in this article. Do you think, was Ahab in college? Hmm? Or was he, no, he wasn't in college. He was kind of just going full-time on the boat captaining thing when he was hunting dick like his life depended yeah, on it. Yeah, he got a, he got an obsession with dick, yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's pretty cool. It <laughs> There's another article here. Yes, you should be cleaning your sex toys. I know. Uh, see, I'm taking kind of the opposite tack of like, I don't remember asking. <laughs> And then I'm putting my filthy dildo covered in scabs <laughs> in my mouth. Um, well, it's just funny to for to maybe take it to the next level of being like, yeah, the vagina is a self-cleaning organ and therefore it cleans everything else. <laughs> I've been sticking my dishes up there. <laughs> sticking my forks. Uh, so you're off of the group sex article? Uh, yes. Okay. Uh, in conclusion, sex with a whole bunch of women. Who can say? <laughs> <laughs> who, who can say why it continues to fascinate? <laughs> but yeah, it sounds. It's you're right. It does sound very affirming of your queerness. Sounds cool. <laughs> and it sounds like it would feel really good. Yeah, really good. Um, I do have a couple more things from the first. We're still in the Cosmo. I would love that. But also, hey, can I just back up? What do you think? I can't imagine getting like. Fingered by the person who's, what? if someone's fingering someone at the sex party, mm. right, and they've got a free hand, yeah, are you trusting enough of their like ambidextrousness that you're like, I'll go on and grab this, or are you like, ah, I'm probably not getting the main hand if they're already fingering? If they're already doing else. it, they've chosen the main hand. I could probably go off and do something else. Maybe there's a dog in the kitchen I could pat. <laughs> Wipe your hands on its fur. <laughs> Maybe there's, hey, I'm getting an idea looking at this dog about a certain style. <laughs> are there one to six people that would like to try it with me? <laughs> there are. <laughs> I'm in the right place. Boy, oh boy. By the <laughs> way, guys, your dog's all sticky. <laughs> your dog's back is really sticky. That's what I'm here for. <laughs> <laughs> Running over to the puddle of cum on the floor and going like, I get it. <laughs> oh. <laughs> a dog roll around in a puddle of wet sex. Yeah. Yuck. <laughs> he soaks it up. It's probably a spoodle. Yeah. Um, 
there's they do have some confessions on here, which are pretty classic. Mm-hmm. Like you know, the like I can't believe it happened to me. Okay. But it's fun because they get to be like really raunchy about it. They don't say like BAPS or my hole or whatever. They just say the stuff. Mm. I got a spray tan shortly before my wedding as one does. Later that night, high on pre-wedding bliss and knowing the next few days would be a whirlwind, my husband and I got tipsy and had some of the best sex we'd had in a minute. In a minute, right. So they're Yes, using they it didn't that have one minute of sex. Yeah. The only problem, I'd completely forgotten about my fresh spray tan and didn't warn him not to pull out and finish on me, which is to say, yes, I did walk back down the aisle with a cum-streaked tan on my back. Okay. <clears throat> Thank you, Alicia. Would anyone else like to speak? <laughs> <laughs> um, sorry, Alicia, you forgot. We're supposed to start every one of those with I'm an alcoholic. <laughs> Uh, let's go ahead and take a break here, Demi, and then we'll okay. come back for more uh, Into the Cosmo and maybe a segment from Tombo okay. in a sec. All right. All right. Okay. And enjoy the break, everybody. Hey, everybody. Welcome back. Uh, hope you had a wonderful break. I, and hell, I hope you enjoy whatever products and services were advertised to you that you've doubtless purchased or engaged with. Or... Not. Or not. Just, also something you can do. Just in case. Just in case. Just in on the in the very unlikely move that you didn't engage with the product or service. Mm. Which by the way, I cannot imagine I ever doing. Well, yeah. I was just like, I can't someday soon they're gonna find out that nobody buys stuff off podcast ads. Yeah. Or any ads. Well po- that was how I found flirties. Oh, it's true. Flirties was good. Um, podcast ads, I find, just serve to give you uh, a harrowing look into what advertisers think you are. Yeah. Like, it's fucking brutal. And I've they're get- usually wrong, I would say. I, the, the, the most flattering and also wrongest ones I've gotten are like, hey, you know how you own a Lexus? Come and drive it at our race course, no matter what. And I'm like, I have a Lexus. <laughs> well, I do. I what? I hope. Well, then why was I falling off my bike? That's good news for me. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, Demi, you've got some more Into the Cosmo for us. I just wanted to give you your sexual horoscope. Oh, cool. You're a Gemini, right? I am. Yeah. Okay. It's um, one of those star signs that just had straight up nothing good to say about it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. Gemini. Yuck. Yep. Is usually what they say. Like your weekend starts off a little slow, but once the moon enters Sagittarius on Saturday, your chart's relationship zone gets activated. That means you're having a way better time. You're getting attention, you're feeling flirty and frisky, and whenever you're with someone else, you're having a blast. Uranus wants you to get a little kinky on Sunday. I bet Try- it does. Yep. Trying out something or someone that's outside of your comfort zone. I'm going to poop on a man. Or not your usual type. I'm going to poop on a man who's short. Uh, this sounds completely like a, a JRPG guide. Don't try out someone who's not your type. I don't see a reason why not to. Hmm. The thing said I should. Should we look at mine? Yeah, go ahead. Cheat on your husband no! now. <laughs> this week's Astro is trying to help you have some really, really, really good sex. Which one are you, by the way? Which Libra. Okay. For all Libras everywhere. See if you'd waited... The sexy end-of-week astro, the moon in Aquarius, is a good time. Saturday's Venus slash Uranus square, it's a circle, or kind of like a starfish, actually, is great for taken Libras, but could lead to a bit of drama. Yeah. It took me a 
second video. Yeah, that's really funny, Demi. Oh. Could lead to a bit Not of drama. Not my Gemini ass interrupting my Libra wife to congratulate her on a funny joke. <laughs> you could, it could lead to a bit of drama for single Libra. Single <laughs> if you're flirting and fooling around with someone during the Venus-Uranus square again and end up taking them to bed, expect a damn good time, but expect to catch major feelings that are likely to be unrequited too. So I should fuck someone who's not my type yeah. and you're going to have sex with someone and who doesn't like me. No, yeah. And it's but it's going to be really good. And then also they're not going to like you back. Yeah. Damn. And then I sit down and eat some turtle chips. Ooh, turtle chips. You could do that together. Yeah. Mm. Ooh, premium episode snack report? Yes, absolutely. Okay, great. Uh well that's all really good, Demi. Thank you very much for my sexual horoscope. You're welcome. I'm actually looking forward to uh, having se sex with whoever that person is who's not my type. I wonder, having a type, it seems strange. Yeah, I, mean, I think I it's just a way to be like, um, sorry, sorry to l let you down easy or, hey, I'm kind of racist. <laughs> That's what I was going to, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, uh, let's move on to our next segment. This is one where I go through the Bozeman the Daily Chronicles police reports. Okay. This is one that I um, have introduced in the past, but we are looking at police reports sent in to the Bozeman Daily Chronicle from its neighboring, I don't know, what, what would you say, constituency? Fucking, it's a bunch of places, a bunch of towns in like south. Yeah, in the, in the south. of towns, yeah. Yeah, in the south. Uh, and the things that the police deal with over there. Um a hotel had someone run around the first floor smashing windows. <laughs> this sounds like fun. Right? Yeah. That's what I thought. Yeah. Remember in The Last of Us where you could just kind of run around smashing the windows after you'd <laughs> killed everyone in a level? That's one of the things that, because I listened to, I do a re-listened of the audiobook for Stephen King's The Stand. Mm. And there's, uh, there's a thing in it where they're like, well, this guy, you just like ran around the street. Like, this is why we need to bring cops back. Because this guy just ran around the street, just like smashing all the windows on a street. Mm. And I, every, I'm just like, man, I don't want there to be an apocalypse, but that'd be me. It would it be sounds so, so Just imagining, fun. I just like pause the stand and I go like, yeah. I break so much stuff. Dude, every time I walk down a main street, I look down there and I think of the sound of window after window breaking in succession. Oh. And also I'm the only person on the streets, so there's no other sound. And I just get to go. Bang, bang, bang. I'd like bang. to do car windshields, I think. See, I think car windshields is fine, but car windshields isn't satisfying. Well, it's satisfying to me because the crunch sound is satisfying, but I know mm. that I'm not going to get a bunch of shards thrown at me. I get that. Or maybe like side windows would be good because they probably will all bust in. You know what would be good? I think what I'd like is a, a big brick to hurl at a window. Yeah. And just kind of so walk down a main there. street, yeah. just brick, 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 brick. With your brick. little your little trailer of bricks behind you. Yeah, I've got yeah. A do an adorable little red cart. You know what I would like? What? An extramarital affair with someone much taller than you. A couple got into an argument about infidelity. Oh. That's actually the next one up here. Okay. Uh, a couple got into an argument about infidelity, leading to the woman banging on a door with a wooden stick. <laughs> Possibly a thick cardboard tube. <laughs> really? i got to be honest. If... If your woman is banging on the door with a wooden stick, you're right to be scared. I I understand the thick cardboard tube. Some of them can be very thick. 
Dun, Can't be dun, scared dun, of the tube. I like to get into an argument about infidelity. Hey, don't. Please don't have sex with other people. I want to. Ah, oh, jeez. I guess we'll agree to disagree. No, don't pick up the tube. Uh, someone reported a dog tripped their wife at an off-leash dog park. <laughs> Dog was standing behind my wife and I pushed her. <laughs> <gasps> he tripped you. No, what a bad dog. Babe. Slipping the dog a 50. Uh, law enforcement. Now are you going to have sex with Terry? It's the same couple. Yeah. Law enforcement informed them this was a risk people take at dog parks. <laughs> In my official police opinion, ha ha. <laughs> Sucked in. Ground wife. <laughs> uh, a woman reported that the mailman is, quote, messing with her mail by taping it to the outside of her mailbox. Now, that is a funny mailman move. <laughs> Why have you done that? That is so... Uh, I know I'm supposed to do something with this mysterious huh. box. If I put it in... So oh, it starts disappearing. No, I don't want it to disappear. Yeah, no, you want it... I want it to be in the person's hands, not in the black. Yeah. Mm, can't put it into the void. Uh, someone was bit by a black and white dog off Leverich Road. Okay. While talking to the dog's owner about the incident, the dog reportedly bit them again. <laughs> <laughs> Your dog bit me. Really? I can't believe it. <laughs> oh. Hey! <laughs> Well, I don't think he did it the first time, though. <laughs> he only ever bites someone once. <laughs> Lightning doesn't strike the same point twice. My dog's name is Lightning. Uh, teenagers were observed skating and making loud noises outside a school around 11, 11.30 p.m. Saturday. Children should all be killed! Yeah, that sounds cool. It's fine to skate and make loud noises at 11.30 at night on a Saturday. Come on, it's Saturday. Come on, dude. Also, it's not like you're keeping anyone in the school up. No. School sleepy. Oh. The guy who reported it was coming from the vents. Hey, some of us are trying to sleep mysteriously in here. <laughs> Some of us pedophiles are trying to sleep. Sorry. Uh, this one, I like the tone of it. Uh, sometimes the tone comes through in these police reports, even okay. though um, there's very little editorial leeway given the person who writes these up. Mm. A baby was somehow locked inside a vehicle with the keys Saturday afternoon. This one where the editorializing is... You are a big time fuck up. This happened to a baby. Yeah. Not Boy. a woman locked her baby in a car. It's somehow a baby ended up inside of a vehicle owned by a woman who was the mother of the baby and Actually, the keys Demi, were with the baby. I'm going to hit you with something. Oh, no. The negligent parent. Well, they're not actually identified. Okay. But the, it could have been, it could have been a father. Hmm? And you think you're the one breaking down gender stereotypes by saying that? Yes. You jumped to a, a, a scatterbrained female <laughs> locked, <laughs> locked its baby in the car. La, la, la. No. Oh, no. <laughs> my eyelashes were in the way and I couldn't see my baby. <laughs> I was putting eyelashes on my car. <laughs> Can't look like me. A man with his pants pulled down was just sitting in a snowbank Sunday evening. Oh, cold hiney. Got a big case of hot butt. Had only one solution. No. Ah. 
<laughs> I was Steam inside. Rate. I was warming my bum by the fire. It got a little bit too warm. I didn't know what to do. <laughs> Thunk. Uh, ah. Steam rising up from the hole, <laughs> sitting into the snowbank, and then slowly sinking in mm. as your butt melts the ice. I had curry. <laughs> Shut up. What? Law enforcement responded to a fight between a woman's son and her daughter's boyfriend where guns were drawn. Why don't you just say a fight broke out? Yeah, a fight broke out between and a lady called. A guy and his sister's boyfriend. Uh, a resident of South Fifth Avenue called about a vehicle allegedly blocking their driveway, but officers found the car was parked completely legally and not blocking the driveway at all. <laughs> Interesting. Okay. <laughs> uh, and this one I'll just say because I think this is... Oh, I was looking in the wrong spot. Sorry. This Some of these, some of these, like, I feel like, I don't know. You don't need to write up. Like, yeah. uh, local crank thinks that something's parked wrong. Yeah. Or a woman fell asleep in a black Jeep in her driveway. And the Jeep, the Jeep was black? Yep. Mm. Not necessary. Not necessary for me. Let her live. Let she her go off. She can sleep there. Yeah. She wants to. It's okay to sleep there. It's fine with me. Fine by me. It's her driveway. You go ahead and relax, sweetie. <laughs> Sweetheart. Ugh. Doll. Yuck. It's Don't bad, say isn't that it? to her. Uh, someone called to report a man behind Bar 9, I guess a local establishment of some mm. kind, presumably a bar. Uh, someone called to report a man behind Bar 9, quote, juggling flames and, quote, drunk out of his mind. <laughs> The, the caller said he kept dropping the flames near cars and it could lead to an explosion. I've never done this before. <laughs> Where did I get these? It's my first time doing this. Someone gifted me three flames and I've only got two hands. Somebody help me out. <laughs> i got to get these home. Reminds me of that lady we saw at Woodford clock herself in the back of the head with a poi. Oh my god! One of the best things I've ever seen. I haven't thought about that for so long. Because she was it, like, she was like soulfully dancing with these poi. Yeah, a poi is like the fire dancing things, like you you swing around, but they're not on fire. And they're Very just fun. they're like spheres. They're solid. They're balls. spheres with like a, a sort of a rope between them. She's like swinging around. She's quite clearly very drunk. Yeah. She's like. She hit herself quite hard in the back she of the head. She hit herself quite hard because we were not close to her and we could hear the thunk. <laughs> <laughs> she was dancing alone in the middle of a field on New Year's oh Eve. Oh, my God. She hit herself in the back of the head. <laughs> 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 I think they were light up poi as well. Yeah, they were. So, so it was really visible. Look at me. Uh, <laughs> oh, God. Um. A caller reported a group of loose horses near Blackwood. Oh, thank God. <laughs> hmm? Loose horses. Oh, I see. Uh, a caller reported a group of loose horses uh, near Blackwood Road and Patterson Road. A second person called saying there were about 40 horses. I thought it was going to be like a second caller uh, called saying they were all being ridden by loose women. Got. Ah, the women have affected the horses with yeah. their looseness. The horse's owner arrived to wrangle them, mm. a caller said. Yeah. And that's the end of the story. Ah. Anyway, 40 horses were just loose. That's so many horses. That's heaps of horses. That's enough that I'm actually, 
I can't picture them all. 40 horses and one cummy dog trying to help. <laughs> I was near Somebody a... needs me. <laughs> I was similarly near a group of people just doing their own thing before. <laughs> <laughs> I'm always here to help. Oh, I like this dog. Me too. Uh, a caller told police that a pickup truck used red, white, and blue strobe lights to impersonate an officer and make another vehicle move out of the way for driving too slowly. Funny. Funny to do. Funny to do. Very, one of those things that is so illegal and the, it's the serial... payoff for it is so small. Yeah, and it's serial killer coded as well. If you have fake cop lights. Yeah. I don't buy that the most that you're using that for in your like risk reward assessment is, oh God, this guy's a bit of a slow poke. <laughs> Get on out of the road, pal. Right. Um, yeah, not good well, to While you're get. at it, let's have your skin. <laughs> a husky on the lamb ended up in the principal's office at Whittier Elementary School. Dog in the office! <laughs> Imagine a husky is the principal for a day, Demi. That would be really annoying because, uh, well, I guess if there's just one husky, there might not be another husky to set him off. But you know when they just get near each other and just for no reason they start howling? Yeah. Shut the fuck up. Dude, they are so vocal, huskies are. <laughs> Not even good howling. Not no. even a woo. No. <laughs> They're so messed up. You didn't sound like me. Of husky going Anything like, for me to wipe up? <laughs> no, thank you, cum dog. <laughs> I'll wait over here. And then he spins around three times and sits. And then stands up and then sits. Aww. Cum dog lies on his back and then starts slowly spinning because he has essentially zero friction because <laughs> the amount of cum is fur. <laughs> he's just lying on his back Sliding slowly Completely incapable like rotating of... But he's sort of sm- Slowly moving around The lino floor <laughs> Rotating like an inventory item My yeah. dog spins across yeah. the floor yeah. uh, A quote Friendly Dog wearing a sweatshirt Wandered into rose hours It's wearing a sweatshirt Because it's not on duty <laughs> Just chilling out Kind of a baggy sweatshirt day for me. <laughs> I like the idea of a dog with a sweatshirt kind of walking free. I would put, I mean, if I lived in a place where you needed it and I had a dog, mm. um, like if I lived in New York or something and I had a dog, I'd buy it its little shoes. Because mm. you did, you need it. Like yeah. for when it's really cold. Or also I wouldn't want it like stepping in like, you know, disease piss. What? Yeah, just like New York, everybody pisses everywhere. There's yeah. needles and stuff. Sure. So I wouldn't want like the cholera piss getting on my dog and having it like. Babe, lick its if foot. we were in New York, we would only be living in Manhattan. Only the finest things for my sweetie. No, we wouldn't be near the bad places at all. We'd be on. Desperately trying to think of a fancy New York address, First Street. Oh, perhaps I can roll in front of your dog and get everything out of the way. Oh, come, is, dog. Is that the end? Uh, One more. Okay. Uh, there is, like, I'm, I'm taking a lot of these out here, which are just, um, hey, we saw someone drinking a beer in their Lexus SUV. Anyway. I saw a man fall down. <laughs> a dead deer blocked a roadway is one. A car parked outside someone's house was egged with nine eggs. Nine! That's so many eggs. But also, like, it must mean something. (laughs) Detectives. Detectives. Detectives wondering. Um, No, yeah. uh, That'll that'll be where we. Oh, 
I'll end it on this. Um, a man walking on Durston Road had his pants sagged down and butt out in the wind. Sam Taunton. Funny little crack hanging out there looking for a calippo. There was a calippo somewhere down the end of Durston Road and Sam Taunton got wind of it. Keep thinking I can see a calippo on the floor. Spent the whole time bending down slowly. Stupid little skinny out. butt. <laughs> oh, well, yeah, that's the end of the Bozeman Daily Chronicle police reports for today. All right. I love them. I love to think about Bozeman Daily Chronicle. I love to think about the events that they undergo. Uh, I also very much like the process of taking out all of the um, reports where it's like... Another white supremacist rally. (laughs) You guys need to knock it off. Hey. Stop. You guys are really harshing the vibe of Mm -hmm. all of this. Yeah. Pointing at society. Yeah. Anyway, with that, I think we'll leave it there. What do you think, Demi? Yeah, I want to go. Okay. Sounds good to me. Um, We missed the episodes last week on account of our various illnesses. Tom Tom was quite sick. It's been rough, but we'll try and make it up to you somehow. Yeah, we've been... Look, we're gonna we're gonna get like a steady release schedule. This is the first time we've like properly missed both episodes in a week in a, a, in a, a long fucking while. We don't like doing it, but it's you know there was really nothing we could do about it. it yeah, sucks. sorry. The, the thing is that it's it's not just that like <laughs> Jesus Christ, bless you. Excuse me. Uh, one of us gets sick, and then the other one gets sick, and so the overlapping period where we are capable of recording one of these is actually very small. Yeah. And I I know that it. It's also weirdly taxing to record this podcast. Yeah. (laughs) Anyway, uh, thank you everybody for listening. Uh, We will catch you later. Goodbye. Goodbye.